0: Tov. previously in Sefer Yoshua the Yahushua just completed the destruction of the city of Ai. And then the text tells us of the of the gathering at Har Gerizim and Har Eval, the Mount Gerizim and Mount Eval in which they reinstituted the covenant, the keeping of the Torah, they announced the blessings and the curses to B'nai Israel to the Jewish people. It was a whole event, a whole big event that was to bring back Echoes and memories of Har Sinai, And then it turns, the text actually turns and tells us that all of the nations that were remaining in Kena'an gathered together in order to fight Israel. And it gives us that in Tup but then it doesn't tell us what happens. It just tells us that the nations gathered together to fight Israel. And then it tells us that there was another nation called the people of Givon that also heard about the the greatness of Israel and what God did for the Jewish people. And they actually took a different approach. Their approach was, if we can't fight them, join them. So while the other nations are preparing for war against Israel, this singular nation, the Givanites, they went and they put on dirty clothes, they put on shoes that had holes in them, they took uh, bottles of water that were all, uh, you know, uh, that were... No, not mourning. They, they made themselves out to, to look like they came from a very long journey. And they tried to play the part as if they were a nation that was coming from a very distant land. In order to greet Israel and to show them peace and things like that. And they come. And at first the Jewish people are, they say, how do we know that you're not just a regular nation here? And they say, no, look, look at our things. Our things are old. We have our bottles are all, uh, are all uh, are breaking in half and our the shoes are all tattered. Which means we clearly are from a very distant land. Why would you assume that we're one of the local nations? And the leadership of Am Yisrael, Um the leadership of Am Yisrael accepts it and make them a covenant with these Gibanite people. Now really, these people... Want to make a point also? They never even consulted with God I don't know if you ah, can that up Yes, and it they, says They never consulted with God to see Here, like, let's read the, the pasuk Adam Hajibai steps in And he says uh, Here They made a covenant with them The pasuk says Here The pasuk 14 The people took from their food Meaning the people In my opinion It means they, they bought What they were selling them but they did not ask the word the, the the mouth of God if they should make this peace covenant. And then Pasuk is where we left off, I asked yoshua shalom, Yoshua made a peace treaty with them by Lahim and he made a covenant with them, lechayotam to keep them alive by And the leaders of the nation of Am Israel swore to the people. Now what do we have here? Whenever in the text You you don't know. I mean, it's it's. uh, I'll tell you what the text told us, that when the people first came, it was the leaders of Am Israel who were more eager to make the peace, and it was the people, the the rest of the people, who were questioning them and saying, "How do we know that you're that you're even telling the truth? Maybe you're just a local nation that's playing a trick on us in order to win peace." So focus on so notice that that is this is driven by the leadership that the leadership is is the one making the decision to trust them and to make this, this peace treaty with them. Now pasuk Tetzain, we'll go back inside. And it was three days after they made a covenant with them. They heard that these Givonite people actually were close by and they lived amongst them, meaning they lived in Israel. So the Jewish people traveled, and they went to their city. On the third day, they went to the city of the Givonites, and they had four cities: Givon, Kefira, Beirat, and Kiryat Yarim. Meaning it was a it was a stronghold. There were there were it was a significant population. Who who went to see them? Was it was it the leaders or the people? I think it was probably the leaders with a. The delegation of leaders with a, a, a nice amount of people as well. Because the people are going to play a part in the, in, the, in, the, in the rest of the story. But the Jewish people who went to the city did not strike them. Because the leaders of, the, of Bnei Israel, they swore in the name of God. And now all of the people complained to the leadership. So this is like, you know, it's kind of like... The a, people can't go over the leadership. The people can't go over, over the leadership here. And they, so they're having respect for the leadership. But there is some tension there because they're upset with their leadership for having made peace with the people and falling for the trap that the people set. Okay. <speaking in Hebrew> so the leaders say to the nation... We swore to them in the name of God, God of Israel, and now we cannot touch them. This we will do to them and we will keep them alive. So that there will not be a anger upon us on the swear that we made to them. Meaning, despite the fact that we made the covenant with them, without asking the will of God, and despite the fact that we were wrong in our estimation, the fact that we made a swear... Ha, makes us obligated to keep that promise, and if we violate that promise, there's going to be worse of a punishment than what we incurred upon ourselves by, by this mistake. Okay? Pasuk <laughs> the, the leader said, These Givonites will live by you, and they will be, or they were, uh, choppers of wood and drawers of water for the nation. As the, the Nisim said to them. So the nation is upset. Because they're saying, well, these people shouldn't be around. We're keeping them alive for no reason. And it's a, it's a righteous complaint that they have. Because Moshe commanded them many times that if you leave the nations, as and they, you let them dwell in your midst, they will become like a thorn in your side. So it's not a good thing that we're leaving these people to remain in Israel. And the people are wary of that. So they make a compromise. The leaders say, we will make them, we, despite the fact that we can't kill them, it doesn't mean we can't make them our servants. So they took these people, the Givonites, and they made them the servants. They made them draw water and cut trees, which are apparently two lower-level jobs. And yoshua called to them and he said to them, saying, yoshua calls them and said, why did you lie to us saying, we are very far from you, but while you lived amongst us. I mean, you guys claimed that you were from a distant land, coming to greet us and make peace. And you really just lived in Israel. So, you were cursed. And from now on, you will never, have, you'll never, cease, from, you'll never uh, cease from you to be drawers of water and choppers of wood. Meaning now, in terms of your occupation, you guys have become cursed. You guys, you will you will be engaging in a lower level occupation. And they answered Yosua and they said, "For it was told to your servants, meaning us, to the Gibeonites, it was told to us Gibbonites what God told Moshe his servant, to give you the whole land and to destroy all the dwellers of the land from before you." And we were scared Because you've been commanded to destroy all of the land We were scared How do they know that God told Moshe Like the exact words It's a good point How do they know How do they know that God told Moshe all of this I don't know know. Uh, It's something we should look into "Now we are in your hands. Do what is good in, uh, do what is good in your eyes, to do it to us. Whatever you want, you shall do." And they did this, and he saved them from Ben Israel, and he did not kill them. So uh, I, I don't know how they knew. It it seems like also Rahab, they they knew something. They knew that B'nai Israel were coming to take over the land and and they knew God was with them. And deep down they were all very scared. Could it be that they're just assuming that God told them that? Maybe. Okay. They told them exact like... Yeah, they're saying word for word. It could be that they said something like this and the Navi, Yoshua is just describing what they said or what they assumed word for word. That uh could be what's going on here. But we are in your hands. Do to us whatever you want. But Yoshua did not let the people kill them. So it shows that Yeshua had a a certain level of restraint on the people. He controlled the people not to take out their vengeance on them. And on that, Yeshua made them choppers of wood and drawers of water for the people. For the house of God and the place that will be chosen. So that's the story of the Gibeonites. And the reason it's important is, A, it shows that Am Israel is committed to their word. It shows that Am Israel is not led by a mob. And Yahushua could control the people when the people are angry. And also in the next story, the fact that the, the Gibbonites made peace with Israel is going to be the initiator of another war. So we'll see that as well. Amen, amen. amen.